G'day, I'm Tom Rigby and this is Market to Melrose. This is the third episode of a podcast by the North and West Melbourne News, the award-winning local newspaper published by the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre on Errol Street, North Melbourne. Bordered by Flagstaff Gardens to the south, Queen Vic Market to the east, Royal Park and the hospitals to the north, and the Mooney Pond Creek to the west, our neighbourhood is a village right in the heart of Melbourne, where people like living close to each other and within walking distance of everything. Usually each episode includes a feature interview based on an article in the North and West Melbourne News, as well as a community notice board segment. However, today's is a special episode based on the Queensbury Cup, and it's the first of what I hope will become an annual tradition. One thing before we dive into our feature, thanks a lot for listening. If you like what you hear, there's three things you can do to help us out. First, please subscribe to the podcast so we can reach you every time we put out an episode. It's free to do. Just push subscribe in your favourite podcast app. Second, please leave us a good rating or a like if you're listening on YouTube. Finally, please leave us a review. Even just a word or a line shows newcomers that real live humans have been enjoying this show. If you can't think of what to say, just write, love the pod. These three acts will take you about 90 seconds and will be eternally grateful. 90 seconds for an eternity? Where else are you going to find a deal like that? Last episode, we spoke to Ariel Vallon, the director of the North and West Melbourne Neighbourhood Centre and organiser of the Queensbury Cup. He talked us through some of the improvements that went toward making this year's event such a success, especially the faster track. The new course did not disappoint. Car drivers of all ages put on a thrilling show, negotiating the bends with skill. There were plenty of thrills. There was also the odd spill. But despite the bruises and a few tears, if their cart was in working order, a fallen racer would push it back to the top of the hill and do it all over again. Of course, the Queensbury Cup is not just about billy carts. During the heats, my family and I strolled around the street festival. We got a drink at the Courthouse Hotel and watched the dog show. Then we went on a fascinating historical tour about the history of North Melbourne pubs. Um, at that time, there was one pub for every 30 families in the area. So everyone was pretty well serviced. The licensing board came along and went, oh, because some of these pubs, they were a bit rough. They weren't the nicest. I know that Howard Street, was pretty much off limits because of what went on up there, especially with the crutchy push. The North Melbourne gang, story for another day. However, so, at the centre of it all were the billy carts, the creativity and inventiveness of those who put them together, and the skill and courage of the drivers. The meeting of community and creativity is captured nicely in the collaboration between local circus trainer Oscar and the Peter Mac men's G'day. shed. My name's Tom. Tom, awesome. Oscar, nice to meet you. A couple of minutes for a chat? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Your cart here, can you describe it for me? So, I was just painting it this morning, and then uh, someone told me I had to get down and get my cart uh, registered, so it's not finished, and we changed the name from Just In Time for Tea to Wet Paint. Were you in last year's cup? I was not, this is my first time. I saw the poster when I was walking down the street, and I was like, this seems like fun, and here we are. And uh, where did you get the inspiration for this design? 
Uh, I was at the Peter Max Men's Shed, and those guys were really helping me out every step of the way. Most of this is just us talking with each other and going, hey, let's put all this stuff together and make it work in Billy Cut. And with their expertise, it really, really helped. Have you uh, test uh, driven it before? Down a couple hills, yep, yep. So I just saw you do the uh, brake test. You happy with, with how it's uh, stopping? Yep, I got a pretty unique brake scheme as well. I've seen everyone else going for like a pedal brake or a dual sided brake, but I thought uh, if I can steer the car with my feet, then maybe the brakes going to help me make the sharper turn because I've got one on each side. And apart from the brakes, what are some of the other like big challenges you've had uh, in building this one? Oh, probably just finding wheels that work. We've got these uh, little, I don't know what they're called. I, uh, old people keep pointing them out. but I keep Spoky dokes. Spoky dokes, that's it. Sorry, old people. <clears throat> <laughs> and uh, everyone's been pointing out spoky dokes. So they've been really fun. Honestly, with uh, a lot of the help, there haven't been that many challenges. Just making sure it's stable and light has pretty much been what I've gone for. You say you're a circus trainer, where do you uh, do that? At uh, Circus Nexus. So we run up in Preston and we teach a bunch of classes for kids to adults. Got a helmet? You want to see my helmet? Hold yeah. on. Perks of working in the circus. <laughs> it's a tricolour red, white and blue helmet with uh, spikes on it. Mm -hmm. It's pretty cool. They gave it to me the first day I signed up and uh, I've been wearing it ever since. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, thanks Oscar and uh, good luck today. Wonderful, thank you very much. Today's episode features several more interviews with racers and makers of Billy Cuts from the race which took place on Saturday 21st of October. The drivers ranged in age from as young as 7 to as old as 78. As you listen to this episode, I recommend you visit the Queensbury Cup Instagram page where you will find images and videos of most of the carts that raced on the day. There were some real beauties. It was late morning when I arrived at Errol Street, and although there was still a couple of hours before the racing started, there was already electricity in the air. The day was overcast, and there was the lightest of breezes making it very comfortable for the drivers. One by one, an assortment of billy carts were being weighed and their brakes tested, while the early arrivals did their first tentative test runs down the track. I pulled one racer aside as his dad and chief mechanic worked on his brakes. Uh, well, uh, I am Emmett McMonagall. What, what is this area that we're standing in here? What are we doing here? Uh, well, this is Errol Street and we're doing the uh, Queensbury Cup. The race hasn't started yet. Uh, everybody's milling around down here at the end of the course. What are we doing down here? Uh, we are like testing the carts, making sure the safety's up to spec, making sure that brakes are strong enough, the cart's not too heavy, the cart's not too long or wide, just to make sure that um, the safety is standardised and to make sure that people don't get injured while going down the track. And I can see somebody tinkering away on your vehicle over here. Who's that? Uh, that's my dad. What's his name? Uh, Tim McMonagall. And um, did you build this card yourself? Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to say it was mainly my dad. I did help, but... He is the real master behind the operation, I guess you could say. How long have you been working on this one? Oh, probably about six to eight weeks. So what's he, uh, he's making some adjustments here, what's he doing here? Uh, he's making the brakes uh, stronger. Well, we're using a, a braking system off an old um, push cart, so it's sort of been hard to tinker it out and figure it out how to make the brakes strong enough, but I'm pretty confident that we'll be able to make the brakes strong enough for today. That's important. Yeah. Is, the, is the test that you have to be able to stop within that box down yeah. there? That's the uh, test, basically. Looking at your cart here, can you uh, describe it for me, what it looks like? Well, it's uh, quite long, quite sleek looking, I guess you could say. Has uh, It's named Typhon after uh, the Greek god who um, was an enemy of Zeus. 
Uh, it has um, a big um, grey snake on the front, which um, we stenciled on. Yeah, um, it's painted all black. We use this uh, like shiny metallic black, but also a bit matte as well. And when did you find the time to build this, uh, this machine? Well, it first started last year, the Queensbury Cup, and we entered it in a vehicle called Zeus, which was a lot less impressive than Typhon is, but um, it was still very fun, and we decided to take the time out of, like, I've been working on it after school for about three or four weeks now. What year in school are you in? I'm in year nine. And here comes last year's champion. Uh, yeah. How do you think you're going to fare against last year's champion? Well, last year they beat me by a milestone, but I think I might stand a better chance against them this year. Even though it's our cart, I wouldn't say is as advanced as theirs. It's, it can definitely go faster than last year, so I'm hoping that I'm in for a fighting chance at least against those people. Good on you, Emmett. Uh, thanks a lot for your time, and good luck today. Thanks. Last year's champion, Orly, and his sister, Lenny, were both competing on carts designed and built by their father, Pete Furlong, a local builder, architect, and founding director of the company Elite Focus. The sleek, steel-framed carts are the stuff local legends are made of. At last year's inaugural cup, Orly blew the competition out of the water on a two-seater cart with a tubular frame, which is rebadged this year as Lenny Lightspeed after the younger of the two speedy siblings. Lenny Lightspeed. Is that named after you? Uh, well, the Lenny bit is, but like... <laughs> um, I think I saw this cart last year. Did you race it as well last year? No, but I wanted to um, this year. Great. And have you been down the track yet? Yeah, two times. How'd you go? Very well, actually. That's fantastic. You happy with how it's uh, steering? Yeah, definitely. And how it's stopping? Yep. That's great. Have you had uh, much opportunity to practice before today? Oh, uh, yeah. We always like bring it down to the park or do it down our laneway. We do a lot. That's great. Well, it's looking like it's in great condition. It's nice and clean. And uh, I saw you do some uh, test runs before. You're looking very fast, very in control. Uh, is it fun going down there or is it a bit scary? Well, it's fun when you go down. Oh, I'll bet. Is it a bit scary at all? No. No. Didn't think so. Didn't think it would be for Lenny Lightspeed. Yeah. Good luck, Lenny. Thanks. This year, Lenny's older brother, reigning champion Orly, took to the track in a brand new cart dubbed Orvi. I managed to get in a word with him trackside as he watched some of his competitors doing trial runs. Ollie, can I have a word? Yeah. Last year's winner. Oh, uh, yeah, she's last year's winner. And you're in a new car this year? Um, yeah. And you just came down the track. How do you feel you went? Pretty good, yeah. Okay. So is this your first time uh, driving it today? Um, pretty much, yeah. I've had a few other practices, but they're not nearly as stressful. How is it different from the other cart? Um, well, it's a lot bigger, so I've got a lot more size. The steering's a bit more sensitive. Otherwise, it's pretty similar. How about the stopping? Same. Same brake system, same everything. How do you like the new track? It's a lot. It's, it's harder, so it's fun. So, think you're going to win? Hopefully. I'm not sure. There are some other carts out there that have a very fair chance. Do you think it's a better uh, field this year than last year? Uh, yeah, there's a lot more competition. Uh, who are you most worried about? Probably the cart that's coming down from Castle, Maine. Yeah, that one looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. Ah, oh, there he is. Yeah. Looks like, uh, do you think he finished after the pink one? Yeah, I think that was 
that was very nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> right, no offence, but it just gives me a bit more of a chance. More competitors, competitors that are wiped out, the better. All right, very competitive. Uh, let's uh, let's go and check out what happened over here. Sure. Good on you, Ollie. The striking pink cart that Ollie and I saw winning that heat belonged to the crowd favourite, Stevie Lewis, who was one of the youngest racers on the track, just scraping in at the seven-year-old minimum age. Stevie and her dad and chief mechanic, Eddie, had come in from Thomastown for the occasion. Stevie drove with real panache. On her first run, I even saw her finish with a smooth 180 spin. It didn't take long before the crowd realised how good she was behind the wheel, and there was more noise with each successive heat. Can you describe this amazing looking cart for me? Um, oh, well, look. I suppose we got inspiration from hot rods of the of the 60s and early soap boxes and yeah threw it together because yeah any excuse to make something silly in the shed really it's uh very pink yes uh, it's very sparkly yes there is glitter everywhere at home um, it's <laughs> in in the garage it's in the house it's in the car it's everywhere. And I just saw you do a uh, brake test how do you feel about the way that the brakes are working Good, good. They're um, better than I expected, which is always a good thing when it comes to stopping, um, <laughs> especially with a yeah, seven-year-old with not that much experience. So the fact that it actually stops is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looked like it uh, really could uh, stop on a dime. Did you enter last year? No, um, I did see the event, but um, Stevie was only six, um, so she's seven this year. And um, yeah, when I saw the event pop up a month or so ago, we knew we had to uh, get something together and come down. You happy for Stevie to have a word? Yeah, absolutely. Go yeah. for it. Hey, Stevie. Hi, Stevie. Uh, you're number 13 today. Yeah. And uh, you're driving this car. Does this car have a name? Uh, DP Princess. DP Princess. What's that mean? Uh, wrong Princess. Princess. <laughs> and are you looking forward to racing down the track? Yeah. Are you going to go fast? Yeah. Are you happy with um, how the brakes are working today? Yeah. You think you'll be able to stop in time? Yeah. Uh, where are you guys from? Thomastown. Yeah, yeah, so out north. Is there uh, good roads around where you live learning how to drive? Yeah, well, we have some walking paths. So there are a few nervous dog walkers when they got to the hill and we were testing on it. But, um, yeah, they, they pretty quickly got out of the way. Is she a good driver? She, yeah, she needs a bit more practice. But, yeah, we'll, <laughs> I think we'll get there. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, well, thanks a lot for your time today. No, no worries. Nice to meet you. Thanks, thanks Stevie. Thanks. Good luck today. Okay. Stevie finished fourth in the 7 to 11 age bracket, a great achievement for the debut outing of a racer at the very start of her billy cart career. Aside from Ollie and Lenny Furlong, the only other racer ahead of Stevie in the 7 to 11s was the dark horse from Castlemaine, Ned Locke. Ollie was right to be wary of Ned, who ended up in second place on the podium, a mere two seconds shy of Ollie's best time. Ned's chariot, the Smelly Belly, was a torpedo-shaped symphony in scrap metal, a testament to the welding skills of his father, Miles. Would you have a minute for a chat? Oh, are you with the radio? Uh, local podcast, I'll give you a flyer here. Oh, very good. My name's Tom. My name's Miles. Can you spell it out for me? M-I-L-E-S. Last name? Per hour. Correct. Ah, very good, <laughs> very, 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 very funny. Uh, it's Miles Geldard, mate. And this is Ned, the racer. And you've come down from Castlemaine, I believe. Oh, the room is out. Yeah, we came from Castlemaine today, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of talk. This is, uh, this is a hot contender this year. Well, um, I can't answer that. I, I, I think gravity will be the judge. <laughs> um, how long have you put into this one? 
Uh, we built it about three years ago, and then you know, you know what happened, and then we've been waiting for the Billy Cat Racing to start up again. So here we are. Is this the first race it's been in? Second. Where was the first one? The first one was in Casamain about a month ago, called the Casamain Billy Cart Challenge, which is a great race, good community spirit, just like this. It's fantastic. If anyone wants a fun day, that's where they should go. That's a good tip. And how'd you go in the race? Uh, yeah, we did really well. We won. <laughs> we this won. is Louis. We won. Hey, Louis. We won. We won. You, we came, won. you came second and Ned came first, didn't he? So you both rode in the same actually, cart? We, we swept the floor, you could say, but it was a pretty good field. It was a pretty good field. Uh, how long's that one been going for? Uh, that one's been going since 1948. Wow. Yeah, it's one of the oldest ones. Um, been in various locations around Casamain, and this year it was down Bowden Street, which is a nice long straight stretch from the old jail down the hill to the camp reserve. Ned? You mind if I have a word with Ned? Yeah, sure. Ned, how'd you go there? Good. You think you can go faster than that one? If I get my technique right, which is pushing forward, I could go, I get a bit of a quick start and I should be able to sweep to the outside and sweep onto the inside of the corner and move onto the inside of the corner and the other corner and again on the inside of the corner, out wide and then when the last corner comes up, I uh, sweep into the inside, uh, then I get a nice skidding stop. I am going to be watching for that. Uh, it looks like you've got to go up for your next heat, so we'll catch up with you again later. Good Yay. luck. Goodbye. Yeah. And just as the heats were getting started, a new contender sidled up to the staging area. It was Robin James, an exceptionally spry 78-year-old in a leather jacket, black cap and goggles, looking for all the world like a 1950s race car driver. He ushered me over to where he'd parked his cart, it was the well-weathered wooden chassis of a vintage billy cart. I've been looking after it for 30 years. All right. And uh, it's just down here. It stands out. It's, it's very... Uh, it was built by my next-door neighbour, John Bonney, and we used to race billy carts together in the 50s. And I found it underneath his house after his parents sold it. And I've been looking after it for 30 years. Built in 1955, how old would have John been? John was about the same age as me, or maybe a little bit younger. I'm 78 now, so he'd be 77 or 76, and he lives somewhere in Melbourne. And I'd love to give it back to him, because I'm sure he must be wondering what on earth happened to it. It actually had a body on it when he owned it. It looked a bit more streamlined than this, but the neighbours that bought it, the house, told me they'd found this old billy cart, so I took it over and decided I'd try and find him. And uh, so I'm competing today in the oldest driver, oldest billy cart uh, section of this. Well, I, I don't actually know whether that section exists or not, but I'm hoping they'll let me have a run anyway. And uh, you, you live in the area? I live in Canterbury. In Canterbury, right. Yeah. Uh, but you heard about the race from... Uh... I only heard this morning. From, oh, uh, from, really? From my daughter, who's coming along with her kids. And I said, well, I'd better bring my billy cart and see if I can find John Bonney. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Give it back to him. Uh, and the last time you entered a race like this would have been how many years ago? Uh, it was in the 50s. And I finished up on a float in the Moomba procession. Is that right? With my billy cart, because I won a soapbox derby in Alexandra. And was it more of a common sight to see uh, billy cart races in the 50s, do you think? Well, it was more common, but we were pretty serious about it. We had uh, 
steering wheels and bodies and, and uh, a racetrack and one of our members finished up being quite a well-known uh, F1 uh, racing star. So, uh, and we reckon it was because of the coaching we gave him with the billy carts racing around the school in uh, Canterbury. <laughs> and have you spent much time uh, over in this neck of the woods? Well, my mother used to live around here, and whenever they were going up the street, they had a saying. They always said, I'm going up Errol, and that meant she was going up the street to shop. Even after she moved away from here, every time they were going shopping, they were going up Errol. Ah, so you have a family connection to the, to the area? Yeah. 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 <laughs> here comes folks, an amazing vehicle. This folks just rocked up with a wheelbarrow, a uh, billy cart. That's incredible. I haven't seen one like that before. No, that oh, he sits in it backwards. Look, oh, that's fantastic. Just one wheel on the on the back, and uh, two on the front. And what have you been up to between billy cart races? Do you mean my my career? I'm full time uh, practicing uh, retirement at the moment, but I was in the clothing industry all my life. A retailer. A retailer. Mm. Uh, over in the eastern suburbs. Uh, eastern suburbs, yes, and uh, and in Tasmania. Okay. So, well, thanks a lot for your time today. That's okay. Thank you. Robin placed ninth in the open category. One plays ahead of our first guest, Oscar. Maybe it's just me, but there's something poetic about the 70-year-old Billy Cart beating out the new one that rolled up with wet paint. He's hoping we see Oscar and Robin again next year in a rerun of this rivalry. The results for the Cup are up on queensburycup.org.au, featuring all the races we spoke to on this episode. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thanks for joining us. Remember to subscribe, rate and review and follow us on social media. We'll be back in a fortnight with an episode featuring a local family band who played at the Cup. They joined me in the studio where we recorded some songs and had a great chat. Until next time... (laughs) 